start just complaining. <laughs> it's mostly just complaining. Um, All right, let's let let let's, let's start rolling then. Of, okay. Uh, keeping it fifty-one fifty, episode thirty-six. Thirty-six. Actually, that's not correct. Episode 36 will remain in the vault for now. Also, you may notice some audio issues in this recording, for which we apologize. We've upgraded our gear, and this will never happen again. Here's episode 37. Again, never high energy day. <laughs> really get to the yeah. bottom of it. Um, because I can see so you. On how are you doing, Paul? I'm doing great. I'm doing awesome. Um, looking at the video chat. I can see that we're slowly becoming the same person because uh, your hair is much longer than it normally would be, and it looks like you have at least two weeks worth of growth. <laughs> like, you haven't shaved in a while. This is like, for me, this is six weeks of growth of beard. <laughs> I, I don't really grow a beard. <laughs> My wife was very excited because this is like, oh, you've got gray in your beard. <laughs> like, I don't have a beard. You've got gray on your face. Yeah. You're getting old. Yeah, that's, I stumble on old beard photos where I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I used to have significantly less gray in it but uh mm. that's father time that's what happened I think undefeated beards go beards seem to go gray before before hair i don't have, i don't have any gray hair yet but. i'm starting to get that too i'm i'm moving into the distinguished gentleman phase of my life career i yeah. think where well you, you got black hair so that's gonna that's gonna go fat that should go gray faster right yeah. that's that's just it takes more work to make black well, hair <laughs> <I> also <laughs> yes I'm no scientist. <laughs> yes, it takes all my concentration. Um, <laughs> like uh, having an older brother, I can just I see the signposts. Like, oh yeah, yeah. That, that allows me to be like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're. How are you doing? All right, that's probably what I have in store in the next <laughs> three to four years. Oh, taking a drink of beverage here. Um, I don't know if you uh, did. You get your uh, your primary ballot in the mail yet? Is that a thing? For I voting? haven't checked the mail for a couple of days, but I, I it sounded like they came on Friday or yeah. maybe yesterday. A lot of people are posting about it on Facebook. Very excited about what we get to vote in the primary. Is this is this the what's on the primary ballot? It's local. It seems like all local stuff. I was looking through it. There. Um, this is going to be really in the weeds for anyone outside of the state that we live in, but there's like 40 people running for governor right now. Um, it's like a really long list, and they uh, they're challenging what we what we think of as a two party system because there's a lot of one. There seems to be like seven different types of Republicans running. Like oh good, there's like a couple people who are just like Trump Republican Party. And then a couple of people who are like at least one person who is like pre 2016 Republican Party and then a couple of GOP sprinkled in. And then one dude who was just like American Patriot Party, which I probably won't vote for that guy. <laughs> it's going to go out on a limb and say maybe not. Maybe not. That. Is, is this logo just an eagle? Like eagle with Osama Bin Laden's head in its claws? It's like... I, I'm afraid to look up what that means, like because it's like you know, like libertarian. I got it's going it. to influence your advertising. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Your, your selected ads are going to be all very. Yeah, r- right now I've got it dialed belt in. Belt buckle based. Yeah, right now I'm just getting ads for uh, various synth VSTs. That is where I want to be nice. for advertising. Like, let me know about those drum machine plugins. What I don't want is it's like, a- here's here's a shirt that's just got like. 
it's just all AR-15s. <laughs> like, you know, I don't want, that's not what I want. Um, it's, it's the flag made out of guns. <laughs> and all the stars are bullet holes. <laughs> Man, you need, to, you need to get an Adobe Illustrator right now and make, make some money. <laughs> like, oh. the, the dude from the America Patriot Party would be like, come work for the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Got my brand. <laughs> Got my campaign manager. So that's that's what I've been up to. <laughs> wow, I got that. Um, I got Rocksmith for the Mac. I've been playing Rocksmith on the on the Xbox a lot, and I got it for the Mac. And now I've found that you can just get almost any song you want, um, within the limits of very guitar-y bands. <laughs> so most most made Metallica and Megadeth songs are available for 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 free. You can just stick them in your on your, in your Mac and play along with them. So I, that's what I've been doing this week. I've been trying to learn like incredibly hard Megadeth riffs. You've been nothing but stuff off of load and reload. Just <laughs> I, I I do have some stuff of off load. I've got like Hero of the Day. I'm gonna learn that. <laughs> you, know? you know what? That's a good song. Hero of the Day's alright. Yeah, that's yeah. I, that that song's legitimate. And... Hero of the Day, I, w- I would argue that might be their last good song. Maybe some stuff off off hardwired, but yeah. I think the last good thing they produced is the making of hardwired to self destruct because I like watching <laughs> Lars Tell James Hetfield maybe what kind of part should come next, but not offer any input as to what the part should sound like or be like, <laughs> or write He's or write worst. anything. <laughs> maybe the next part should be something more like up tempo. It's like thanks, thanks a lot. You know, or him just being like, maybe it's it's fast, but maybe it's too fast, and it's like, oh, why are you even in the studio? <laughs> Just put a click track on this. Like, <laughs> can I get a drum machine? <laughs> <laughs> it's also to watch them play uh, like two measures and then be like, "Let's hear that back." Okay, loop that a couple of times. <laughs> it's like, what is, what is even happening? This seems to be like there's yeah, a, and a more efficient way of doing it. I'm not an expert, but <laughs> seems weird. I'm pretty sure they didn't make Ride the Lightning that way, and Ride the Lightning is good. <laughs> so. I mean, maybe they did. I'm, Lars positions himself as the arrangement guy who helps arrange things, which, when you have, when you have some incredibly boring eight-minute <laughs> songs, three, maybe. you got three instruments. <laughs> like, what, what's he arranging? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna bring in the tuba. And this, no. <laughs> like, it's just like, yeah, you know, I kind of, I kind of help like shape the songs. It's like, oh, you're why Call of Cthulhu is so boring. <laughs> maybe, maybe trim that one back a tiny bit, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I've been, uh, I started watching The Wire again. That's the thing. That's what I've been. Okay. You get right from the beginning, season one, episode one. Yeah, episode. I started listening randomly to a picking po- greatest hits. Kind of. <laughs> no, this one. No, I'm like I'm. I'm letting it all wash over me. I started listening. I ran out of other podcasts. I started listening to this one that was people breaking down the wire, like rewatching it, and then like breaking it down. Oh, in detail. And I was like, I know the wire pretty well, so this will be enjoyable. And it just made me want to watch the wire, so I started. Start cranking that up. That's that sounds good. I I remember it being, I remember there was a lot going on. It was quite dense and and if not confusing, then certainly like not obvious what was always going on. And and I think a, a podcast picking over it would be would be helpful for me. So. Yeah. Um. 
yeah, it's it's yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I don't know, you know, it's it's just have a lot of time on our hands, so it's <laughs> you gotta you gotta fill it <laughs> yeah. somehow. You're you're filling it by learning songs um, off of uh, Warheads to Foreheads, I guess, and I'm like <laughs> mainly mainly that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a risk, like all all those risk tracks. You're trying to like learn stuff off of. I. I really like lots of songs on Risk. I like it when when they went all fucking radio rock and made Breadline and stuff like. I'm I'm a Megadeth apologist. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna be first against the wall. Fifty-one fifty, listener. When you were a kid and you first started playing guitar, a simple solid-state practice amp was fine. But as you grew and matured, so too did your taste in amplifiers. Now you wouldn't put your signal through anything less than pure vacuum tubes. So at TubeTech, we asked ourselves, shouldn't you be applying these same standards to your dishwasher? Sure, the one you have now works fine. It can wash and sometimes dry most of your plates. But does it have that mojo, that classic all-tube breakup? Of course not, but it could. For as little as $4,500, you could own the smoothest, warmest, hard-driven, harmonically-rich dishwasher on your block. Your neighbor, Mr. I-only-listen-to-vinyl, will be sick with envy when he checks out this transistor-free piece of kitchen hardware. Order now and we'll include a timer that turns off the machine when the dishes are done. This only requires an extra 17 EL34 tubes. Tubes are not included. Tube Tech. A bunch of tubes looking for a problem to solve. Okay, and and we're back. Main segment, Paul. This is your idea. Um, what what you took the the listeners the listeners um through <laughs> through what it is. I know everyone, all four of the people and the robots that listen to this, uh, are fans of March Madness and bracketology and uh, and pitting things against other things via kind of infographic layout. Um, so I decided. That I was gonna um, try to group together genres like songs in genres of metal in a standard tournament bracket, and then have us argue about it because we like to argue about things or agree on things. We actually like, have a lot of the same tips. I'm gonna have a lot of hot takes. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have a lot of hot takes on this one. Um, okay, just to be a contrarian. <laughs> this is exciting. Yeah. So. So you've taken um, 16 songs. Yeah, so they're ultimately looking looking ahead. There's going to be four in sports lingo. There's going to be four conferences, which you'll recognize this maybe from uh, marble racing. I know the sport that you follow. <laughs> like Team of Rages, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I've broken us up in the four conferences: parking lot metal, um, thrash metal, grindcore, death metal, and then groove uh sludge and doom metal so yeah um so that way it's not we're not gonna like it's not just gonna be 16 random desperate songs that are facing off parking lot metal when we get into these you're gonna see that they're all sort of a piece of a style of metal that people especially in the 70s or early 80s might have been into and we're gonna 
try to whittle it down out of 16 songs to the best song based off of a very scientific method I, I used for choosing songs. And then we'll move <laughs> on to Fresh Metal next week or another time, do that one, and then do Grind and Death. And eventually we're going to get down to the final four where it is going to be pitting a Fresh Metal song versus a Death Metal song or Grindcore song and, and try to like get down to, I guess objectively the best metal song of all time is that objectively the best metal song yes or a championship <laughs> kind of it'll get the, the belt or some sort of ring or goblet or whatever the prize for winning this tournament <laughs> of metal songs is yeah the, the chalice the chalice full of blood <laughs> with a with a bible in it <laughs> um so uh yeah we're gonna do that because content we need content this seems yeah. like a thing to do Oh. Um, so this, the 16 are all, all by different bands as well so we don't just have 16 Slayer songs and yes. the, the yeah, par- Parking Lot Metal isn't just all Black Sabbath songs or um, Black Sabbath featuring Tony Iommi in the case of anything <laughs> off of Desert Star um, there was a couple of interesting ones that um, a couple of interesting bands that were missing I thought from, from this okay. place because um, Parking Lot Metal it, it includes like you're more Judas Priesty heavy metal yes. and sort of hard rock as well. So it strays into hard rock a little sure. bit. Um, but it doesn't go as far as um, ACDC, no. Guns N' Roses, no. or Motley Crue. No, because we've decided in a previous podcast that those weren't metal bands. Yes. <laughs> so that's also fair. So how did, you might be asking people on the internet who are listening to this, how, how did I choose what songs to put on here? Um, a lot of it is cold from looking at the internet as the of greatest old school heavy metal or greatest heavy metal songs and then parsing it out. Okay. Um, so a lot of these aren't necessarily songs that I would choose to put on a list of 16 songs, but they rank pretty high on people's lists on the internet or like on websites list. Like, cause there's some like wildcard ass songs in here, I would say. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> and then, so, or if if not the specific song, the band itself, like, made it onto multiple lists that I looked up. And so I was like, okay, I got to include them. And then when I had to include them, I would look up some kind of greatest songs by this band to try and get a yeah. sense of what, yeah. if it's not obvious what the, like, hit or the, like, iconic song is. Um, because it should be an iconic song. These aren't. This is not the time for B sides or deep cuts or like contrarian no, takes. No. It's like pretty much like the song you would expect us to pick. Because we're trying to we're trying to get down to the champion. You can't you can't roll out with some. No, you you put out your A team. You don't you don't roll out. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's, this is yeah this gangland by M. Yeah, this is this is not the time for like deep Bob rules Black Sabbath cuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is time for like <laughs> us to come in. Gunning, guns blazing. Uh, well, who do you think's missing one. from this list? By the way. Oh, sorry. Uh, well, the yeah, the, the three that I mentioned, the uh, the the hard rock ones of uh, yeah, ACDC, Guns N' Roses, Motley Crue, um, and then maybe maybe like the sort of you know the flashier LA kind of um, that sort of parking lot metal that that's where that's that's more hair metal yeah, which is something we don't really do. And there's it, one band that nods towards the, the, that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we'll we'll get there. Let's just 
and I know I know also Megadeth and, and Metallica really belong on the thrash list rather than this, but they they also could be could be on this list. But you you would yeah obviously put them in that, the thrash list that's instead the, if you're doing if you're doing two. Yeah, that's the thing. There are certain bands um, people you might come at me like, oh, why isn't Blank in here? And it's like. Yeah you know the sword or something why didn't it make this list it's kind of parking yeah, on metal. yeah. it's like they are but if it's a newer kind of stonery or doomy kind of band like that i will put that they might make it into the the specific yeah, th- this is more like what would could be coming out of a chimera in 1987 like it, it's like they're not allowed to play mass they would play mastodon now <laughs> but yes you know. yeah so so that that's the thing. So this one's going to skew older. A lot of uh, I think some of the other um, brackets will have some newer bands. This is this one yeah. feels pretty dated, but for good reason. Okay, well let's let's get into it. So this is uh, the opening round of uh, sixteen. Yes, uh, and the, uh, it looks like bout one is um, paranoid by Black Sabbath. That's number one. That's the number one seed. That's that's number one seed versus the sixteenth seed, which is uh, Rainbow. Oh, Stargazer. <laughs> Stargazer. Yeah, sorry. In my notes, it just says Rainbow. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's fine. Um, were you? I know you're aware of Paranoid because you can't be alive in any time since Paranoid came out and not be a, a, sure. aware of Paranoid. Had you heard Stargazer before? I hadn't. No, it's quite good. It's very long. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, that's that was the first notes I have. Oh Christ, this is long. There's a couple of songs where you're like, "What's going on? Why is this so long? Um, Why haven't you wrapped it up? Why are we doing the chorus again?" <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I don't. I, it, it's quite good though that this Stargazer. It's it's um, it seems to be about a wizard. Uh, th- that maybe falls off a tower made of stone and bone. <laughs> he seems to be he seems to be kind of scatting lyrics towards the end about look at the look at the stone, look at the bone. <laughs> Sell that. <laughs> do you think? But do you think the song would be noteworthy if it didn't have Ronnie James Dio singing it? Um, I mean, it's got some good riffs. Um, it's got some really cool phaser noises in it. Um, it does. It was like there's like phaser over the. I think it's a synth. Or they put phase on the drums as well, which is the thing I always I always like. I like it when Megadeth do that. Uh, <laughs> you like it when Megadeth do everything, apparently. Yeah, but everything apart from their politics, everything apart from they open their fucking mouths and go and go. You know what? You know what I hate. Don't tell us what you hate. <laughs> um, it's it's good. It's 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 a good song. Um, it, it's up against Paranoid. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Like, this is a real, yeah, this is the real Utah Jazz versus Golden State Warriors type situation where, like, it it's a scrappy team. You love to see it. It's a feel-good story. It's enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, but, yo, it's, it's Paranoid. <laughs> it's gonna get crushed. <laughs> so, uh, listen, I'll listen to Paranoid again this, this week on headphones turn, turned up. It's great. I hadn't noticed how good the solo is. It's really good. It's that it's it's not complicated. It's really fuzzy. I think it's recorded maybe twice, maybe or maybe there's a hell of a delay on it. And it's just it sounds huge. It's it's a great little, it's a great sounding solo. Yeah, it almost seems like there's a weird like octave thing happening. Like he either played it lower with fuzz 
or like there's yeah. some sort of weird cocked wah kind of I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. That's yeah. that remaster that Spotify had. Was that, that yeah, that's the one I, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> and you can you can really hear like Ozzy sounds great on it. He really did have a great voice. Um and Bill's bass, like it really really comes through. He's a fucking great bass player. He's, he's like all over the neck. It's it sounds great. So Yeah. Um, and the song is like three minutes long instead of eight and a half minutes. Long. Oh yeah, <laughs> gets it. It gets it done. I mean, I know there's longer Black Sabbath songs. Paranoid isn't one of them. I mean, Paranoid. So Paranoid, no. going on to the next round. Yeah, I, I think if we'd put up The Wizard by Black Sabbath, there's a real lot of a closer contest. But... <laughs> yeah, it's yes, it's hard to. Uh... Anytime when Black Sabbath lean on the fucking harmonica, you're like, oh. <laughs> okay. Moving down in order, in bracket order. Or do you do you want to go seeding order or bracket order? I don't know what the like. Do we want to go to the um, second seed or do we want to? Yeah, let's yeah let's do the second okay. seed. That's the the last bracket. Yeah, right? so going down. Um. Okay. Your voice. <laughs> yeah, Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast. This is actually tough to pick which Iron Maiden song. I'm going to be honest with you. There's a lot of like possibilities for this. Yeah. What else was in the running for you? The Trooper. Yeah. Could have put that in there. Um, those were like, I think the Trooper, Number of the Beast, those were the, the two big ones. And then you could have like, yeah. I mean, they have like legitimate hits. Like we not hits in the way that like Merciful Fate has like, a song that's marginally better than the ever songs, but like, I mean, like actual like radio hits, you know, it's like, no one, like two minutes to midnight or, um, yeah. Aces high. Uh, yeah. Or, or you could even evil at men do is really good, but it's, it, it it's more, this is more parking lot, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like the number of the, the number of the beast record is more fits more with this kind of like raw, um, Parking lot it, it feels like the one that people would have gotten and been like, yeah. this is dope. Like, you know, like, <laughs> so I tried to take, you know, my personal opinion out. I mean, I love Number of the Beast, so it's fine. But I felt like this is the move. Um, controversial choice for 15, the 15 seed. Deep Purple, a band that I don't consider a heavy metal band, but the internet seems to consider a heavy metal band. Like... <laughs> Sure. I guess maybe because uh, people who played metal at that point, Deep Purple was one of the bands that maybe got them into it. This is never one I could have gone many ways. I went with uh, Highway Star because uh, I'm, I'm really sick of like Smoke on the Water. And, bur- Fair. and I mean, Burn... That, that, is, that is played. <laughs> and Burn, my actual favorite Deep Purple song, is like... I, it's got a riff, but I don't know that it's like heavy. You know what I mean? So... Uh, do you have any thoughts on Highway Star? Uh, yeah, my my so right at the beginning, like the first couple of seconds, right at the start, the bass sounds like Joy Division. <laughs> like it, it sounds like the beginning, the way the drums and the bass sound. It's like, is this Love Will Tear Us Apart? Nope, no, it isn't. <laughs> oh, it's, it's it's like oh, that's, that was cool, and then it comes in with a kind of uh very long story about a car. <laughs> It's got it's got wheels and everything <laughs> and everything. <laughs> um, it's got big fat wheels. <laughs> so what you're trying to say is Deep Purple is your favorite post punk band? 
Yeah. <laughs> they're still it's around. Well still mapped. making records. <laughs> yeah. My um my favorite deep purple story is they they had a young uh David Coverdale as a singer after uh what the Ian after White Snake. Yeah. Uh after they lost their like main singer and then at a certain point Deep Purple got so unpopular or kind of washed up that they just became White Snake like <laughs> <laughs> so- that's the <laughs> like, like I'll love, I'll love sorry guys, you kind of have to be demoted. Uh we're t- you were making white snake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they got relegated to like white snake. Like they were deep purple in the in like <laughs> So I thought that was hilarious. Imagine <laughs> imagine you're like the fucking long standing organ player for Deep Purple and you played fucking you played everywhere, had hits you did smoke on the water and then eventually it's just like you better get some fake strings we gotta play some white snake songs like like, i hope you know the intro to here i go again on my own (laughs) that is wild just hold that code down (laughs) so so you know highway star pretty good it's about a car um is it it might be about a lady i think the second verse might be about a lady who's also got fat tires or something (laughs) and everything what, is that, what does that mean? <laughs> that could mean anything. But I think it works on two levels, and I'm not aware of either of them. <laughs> okay. Um, so my question to you is, is Highway Star better than Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden? No. No, it isn't. <laughs> not even close. Yeah, I have a. That's the problem with this. I have a feeling this is going to be pretty chalky uh, for a, for a lot of this, where it's just the higher seed. Because Never the Beast, I mean, second only, only behind, getting edged out by Paranoid, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Deep Purple barely edged out Rainbow. <laughs> and I kind of bracket Dio, Deep Purple, and Rainbow as the same band. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, and have... apparently White Snake. Now I can throw in that. <laughs> you could somehow they did not make. Um... White Snake or White Lion, two bands I got confused over and over again. Um, did not make it. Uh, okay, so number three, who's number? Three? Judas Priest. You've got another thing coming. Yeah. Head to head against controversial choice, Rat with uh, Body Talk, the song he may remember from the fight scene in the Golden Child, where. Uh, where uh, Eddie Murphy uh, goes to fight some bikers. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, that's uh, so. Let's yeah, let's talk about let's talk about Body Talk first. I guess <laughs> it's not a great song, but <laughs> like, so it's interesting. It has this really like the guitar at the beginning is really clean and poppy. Yes. And then, it, and it's that's quite good. And it's like, if that was if that was how they sounded, we'd be like, yeah, do that. But then they try to be heavy, and they're not heavy. That they, they they sound like an LA Bullet Boys kind of bullshit <laughs> fucking hair band. Um, so I, I don't like it when they actually you know start jumping on the distortion pedal and grinding out them riffs. <laughs> like to, to me, the thing is, it's not their strength. The, the singer, because he's got this voice that is like, if there's like. A, it's like they had a like a, a 
a unit in the studio for like 80s <laughs> hair metal vocals and it has turned it to yeah. 10 like his voice is like sounds like horrible, everyone's yeah. voice from that time like it's like a very specific he's not he can't but it's like a shitty generic but like Sebastian Bach sounds a bit like that, but he's so much better than this. But he this. can, like, really... He's got a range while yeah. this guy does he's yeah. his body talking. Um, <laughs> there's also a really weird... The, the, to, for music kind of shit, like... It feels like there's a weird modulation to get to the chorus riff. Like, Yeah, I had the same note. The chorus is, is a jerk. I think, the, I think it's a key change every time it goes to the chorus. <laughs> That's weird. Which is weird. Just play that, but not like a kind of not not like a going up by whatever it is for for a Bon Jovi key change at the end of the song. Like just moves up like three notes. It's like this doesn't fit. <laughs> it's, is this a chorus for a verse for another song? It's, like it's really weird and not something that I remembered when I watched uh, Eddie Murphy uh, punch fighters. <laughs> like I didn't remember that the it that the chorus sounded so weird. It re- it really threw me off. Um, yeah. Man, they probably should have been 16 seed. I probably messed up these brackets, but <laughs> doesn't matter because you've got another well, thing I, coming, I, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was terrific. Like, um, there's, again, there's lots of different Judas Free songs you could have uh, could have picked. This one was also tough. Like, um, Living After Midnight would have been um, a, a, a possibly or Breaking the Law off of, off of um, British Steel, or Scream of Vengeance, or Turbo. Um, but yeah, th- oh Turbo. <laughs> But Turbo's a bit more niche. Like, a lot of Judas Priest fans don't actually love Turbo because, I don't know, they're really... What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you guys? Turbo's fucking mint. Really also, Painkiller was, was one that I considered at one point. Again, that is more for me than oh, <laughs> probably the world. Painkiller's kill, pain superb. But, honestly, that I will put that on the thrash list. I'll be like, oh, this is when Judas Priest were a thrash band that time. <laughs> like, yeah, I... And it's close to power metal, but it's like... That drop... That, on the title track, the the fucking double bass drum opening, it's like this is yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, I I ended up choosing this one over, especially I love Living After Midnight, but it doesn't have like it doesn't have like a super riff, you know. Like I was I was looking no. for like that yeah. kind of like Camaro riff, and I feel like yeah, this definitely also the the there's a music video for you got another thing coming out. It's hilarious. <laughs> Where there's a um, noise pollution inspector who is like, <laughs> and, and you just priest help him with his job, and <laughs> um, he's like, "Where's all this noise pollution coming from? This is a real like ACDC rock and roll, a noise pollution straw type man. straw man argument." And he uh, he goes to where um, Judas Priest is playing in a full stage setup to no audience, like just like in an amphitheater <laughs> by themselves. And when uh, wasteful, wasteful. <laughs> and when uh, Rob Halford hits the high note before the solo, the um, the noise inspector's head explodes and his pants drop. Don't <laughs> <laughs> put two things there. But you know, it, I, I like the way the pants drop was probably the the initial. It's like, oh, his pants fall down. It's kind of wacky. It's kind of Benny Hill. Let's do that. And they're like, it's not powerful enough. Let's kill him. <laughs> It's like, let's murder him and send the body to his grieving widow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not enough to make his kids orphans because I'm assuming uh, his 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 wife will die of grief um, from the loss. But like, but it's like also he needs to be humiliated. His pants should definitely drop. It's such a weird choice that uh, I don't know. It's hilarious. Anyway, um, 
also it has the the drum fill at the end you know where it does the tom the tom fill and there's the and there's five or six and it's like the three that you go around the you know the two rack and and the, and the floor and then two even lower toms like digitally sampled down like so it's it's getting these kettle drum boom sounds it's it's fucking great. it's a hilarious drum yeah. fill i mean the Jews priest frequently hilarious so um, yeah yeah so i mean they they have to win right there's yeah, no way like rickety ass body talk <laughs> Body, body talk didn't land a blow. <laughs> so we are, uh, we're three in, and so far, uh, no surprises. Like when you look at that, no. Uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping we get some shakeups later. Uh, might not happen this round. Could be a while. <laughs> um, the fourth seed is Ace of Spades by Motorhead. Um, yes, yeah. Versus. Holy Diver by Dio. Dio's second appearance in the lower lower rankings of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? Well, so Motorhead is, is that's just it's a straight up classic, and um, it's the obvious choice. Um, it's probably their best song. Like it's they, it's what they do extremely well, and that just really fast rock and roll, quite um, quite brutal. Like good good story about cards. <laughs> Not actually, not actually how cards work. Like, there's no game in which you could just show up with this one card. It's the <laughs> only card he needs. And maybe he's got the ace like, of spades. What, what? And then he's I know got there's like te- Texas Hold'em, and then there's like Juices Wild, and then there's like Lemmy Poker, which is just <laughs> yeah. Look at that five hearts, ace of spades. I win. Yeah, he's, he's got a two, a six, a seven, and a jack, and all different suits. He's got that ace of spades, so. <laughs> You win, I guess. <laughs> like everyone else's folds and disgust. Um, uh, the only card he needs. The only card. Yeah, it's. I mean, another ace. It's great. Might be and I can also imagine, like at at the time, um, this what well, this came out in nineteen eighty seventy nine or something. Um, like it being that punk inf- inf- infused metal, like um, just really like it's exciting now. It must have been mind blowing forty years ago when it came out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, we'll talk about another uh, another song that's coming up that apparently also blew people's minds. But yeah, I mean, Motorhead <laughs> like that had it's uh, you know they're rightly the crossover band that seems like everyone can agree that drinking beers and listening to Motorhead's awesome. Um, yeah, Holy Diver. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else has Dio done? Uh, he did Rainbow in the Dark. Which I could yeah. have picked. Um, that one's that one's okay. Holy Diver's probably better, isn't it? Ho- Holy Diver's. I. I'm. Do you? What is this song about? Can you tell me what this? <laughs> uh, well, the cover <laughs> and the cover of the album is fucking brilliant. Like, if this was down to like Ace of Spades versus the cover, um, the cover of Holy Diver, <laughs> the Holy Diver hands down win, because it has a, a huge demon man with a, a whip made of chain. Um, appearing over a mountain which looks over an ocean in which there is a, a, a some sort of priest or vicar with his glasses all askew tied up and drowning <laughs> so i guess he's the holy diver um, i just <laughs> against his will <laughs> so, shiny diamond I, I don't know what that part's uh, about yeah he's got a part where he says uh, ride the tiger you could see his stripes but you know he's clean 
Oh, don't you see yeah. what I mean? I do not. I do not, Ronnie. I don't, no, I don't know what that, you're on about. That is, <laughs> like, yeah, I, that is some the full kind of like that's some imagery rather than storytelling. It's I yeah, yeah between um, the velvet lies, there's a truth that's hard to steal. <laughs> like I just I don't know. Holy Diver is apparently the star of the masquerade, so there's like a eyes wide shut component to this. There's a lot of oh, <laughs> there's a lot of like. To talk about tigers, I think he says... Does he use the phrase cuts like a knife at any point? Because it might be the only song on the record that doesn't. <laughs> so far, cause pretty much, they really, really liked cuts like a knife, most, most of the bands on this. <laughs> you know what, might just be one of them, but it really stood out for me. You gotta jump, jump, jump on the tiger. I just don't... I, there's, a, there's a cat in the blue coming for you. It's, I just don't know... Is that, is that the tiger? <laughs> I think it's the tiger. It's like a Tony the Tiger situation. I just don't understand what this diver who's been in the uh, no, he's been the, the too long in the this. Midnight Sea, and there's also a tiger, which I guess is a, an aquatic based tiger <laughs> has eyes like shiny yeah, diamonds, and he got a race for the morning. Shiny diamonds. I I I don't know. No, it's annoying because it, it feels like there's a story in there, isn't? <laughs> like it's like if you told me that he. They, they had they had five minutes and he had to sing this like sing and write the lyrics in real time like that we heard the <laughs> the take like the one take that they were allowed to do I I would believe it that he just is making this up as he went along Phil Collins style it's just it's <laughs> fucking baffling to me. Um, I found the riff a bit plodding as well. It, it wasn't you know it's dun, 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 dun. it's it's come on lads maybe the kill switch engage version is is, is better but uh, I've it's it's. It was just plotting, it, and it wasn't that heavy. And it's, and it's also if if Dio was like, "This is gonna take on Crazy Train and like get me on that Aussie level." You got to come harder on like the wrist and the guitar solo. The guitar yeah. solo is like, like surprisingly half-ass. Like it's just uh, yeah. It's just, <laughs> I mean, so yeah. I like if I had if I could have come up with a different option, I probably wouldn't have put the song on there, even though. It yeah. makes sense that people probably were like, let me get that Dio shit. Um, yeah. So, Holy no, Diver wins, right? Yeah. That's, that's what, is that what we decided? <laughs> of course it does. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's Ace of Spades again. <laughs> so, number, number five. Number five is Ozzy Osbourne, Perry Mason. No, if only you picked Perry Mason. Perry Mason's a great song. Uh, uh, Flying high again. The case. There's a lot you could have picked by Ozzy. You picked uh, Crazy Train. That seems like the one. It's either that or No More Tears, right? That's those are your two, probably the two obvious yeah. choices. I, they I, were, I think they were the two biggest hits. Like Suicide Solution's a great song, but Crazy Train's a much bigger song. Wait, Crazy Train, that yeah, and that's that's kind of the. That's the Randy Rhodes of it all. Like it just seems like the movie. Yeah. Oh, that that, that riff at the beginning. In fact, that riff throughout. It's it's, it's yeah. It's a good it's, riff. It's, it's impossible not to play that when once you learn it. Just like I know. It, it's made its way into some stuff that I've written. <laughs> it's like this sounds like fucking crazy. Yeah, the first time you're like that, like sharp five, like kind of, you know. Which you also hear in like Sweet Dreams, like you know, it's like that kind of like it, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That once you figure that out, you're like fucking. I'm gonna play this, and then that kind of um, 
palm muting the palm muting uh kind of technique or like that kind of rhythm for the the verses isn't everything that once you figure it oh out, yeah that like, that yeah the, the rhythm is is that's very metal uh, yeah um so but he also does this flourishes those amazing uh, um little fills um uh, like, and it, it it just sounds like a marshal turned up to as high as you possibly can doing doing these sort of van halen-y kind of kind of fills in there and that it sounds terrific like he was he was an amazing guitar yeah player. and that that's where i was kind of dogging the the do earlier just because like you have ozzy come out and you know he goes from tony iomi to like randy rhodes and you're like holy yeah. shit you know like di- very different but man they can, yeah. they, can, they can both really play and Dio's like got it and then he <laughs> <laughs> picks up a dude off the street or something I don't know I'm not quite sure like... he said it's a busker <laughs> like it's playing Here Comes the Sun hey man you want a job do you have any tiger based songs that you <laughs> <laughs> um... pick up your bindle come with me okay so we didn't we never got to the matchup it's this is this might have been a little bit for me, but uh, no, number tw- twelve seed, merciful fate, evil, evil, yeah. You're th- uh, so you pick, you pick <laughs> this. Uh, merciful fate was uh, you're a big, you're a big fan of merciful, merciful fate. fate or King Diamond. What what like to be fair was on a lot of list of like heavy oh, yeah. metal. Um, I think King Diamond starts to skew a little more towards a more modern metal sound so for this kind of mm-hmm. stuff i went with merciful fate because as you pointed out merciful fate can be judas priest-esque you know it fits far in line with that yes. so i went with that um and i went with evil the first song off their debut album because uh it's a banger it is a banger this is really good <laughs> I, I, I love his vocals there um under the sign of that <laughs> just like uh, I should go high when uh, randomly, <laughs> <laughs> just wherever. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's... Just on the chorus. No, 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 no. Second line of the first verse. <laughs> like, all right. They also do this thing where they frequently, um, if there's any spot that doesn't have singing, it's a good spot for a guitar solo. Like those. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. Just like, like, doodly nonsense. Um. Very a very busy song. <laughs> it's not not minimalist at all. You would never call this ambient. So, this is where this is the first time where for me, it's actually kind of hard because I know which song I prefer, and it's not it's not Crazy Train. I probably prefer Evil, okay. but Crazy Train's Crazy I, Train. So this is a this is a tougher one. You know, I do really like Evil. I think it, it's great. The riff just feels a little bit uneven though you know it's it's a kind of a gallop but it's kind of limping there's something do you know what i mean it, it yeah. sounds a little bit off um i think that's the, the verse riff um but I, I liked it a lot more than than i thought because i'm like i'm not I don't really i always think of muscle fight as being like, well we just listen to Jewish priest instead um but it, it's it's actually pretty good um so it's and for me it sounded very fresh because it was like well I, I didn't know this one so it's, so it's really good but fucking crazy but train. Yeah, I see, mean, that's that's the problem I'm running into because I, I, yeah, I. It, it's one of the it's one of the best riffs on the, on on that whole Blizzard of Oz record, which is really good. And it's when, like, Ozzy could still really sing in the in 1980, and he's he's less he can kind of still sing now, but he's not he doesn't have the same crazy yeah. um unhinged 
like lunatic kind of kind of quality that he had back then. Okay, it's crazy train. You've talked me into it. I, I think so. Yeah. Okay, okay, so Cl- closer than I thought it'd be as well, to be honest. Okay, so from here on out, though, I think we it's it's all wild cards. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're getting down into the um, yeah after after Aussie and Merciful Fate. There's a kind of a hell of a drop off. <laughs> there weren't that many bands apparently. So. Um, our, my sixth seed, you talked about not having um, ACDC on this list. I have the next best thing with except with a little song called Balls to the Wall, which is going to match up with Halloween's I'm Alive off their um, seminal Keeper of the Seven Keys album. It's Keeper of the Seven Keys part one. <laughs> let's let's do except first. Um, um, this song is hilarious. So this is a... <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's fucking, it is hilarious. My notes say, the vocals are quite good. He he sounds a bit like, I thought he sounded a bit like Bon Scott. Like he has kind of this raspy, but confident kind of, um, yeah, I don't know, reminding me of Bon Scott. And other Accept songs can be, are more like maybe, uh, faster scorpions and stuff like they, they have like some heavier stuff this is i this is kind of their hit which is a little slower and more again kind of acdc ish yeah in vibe uh i read through the lyrics <laughs> and some of them are very extreme like they're not cannibal cults but i i, I took this in my notes uh, you may screw their brains. You may sacrifice them too. You may mortify their flesh. You may rape them all. I'm like, that is not this. This that sounds way harsher. What? Yeah, you know, you may rape them all. Okay, okay, Emperor, settle down. Uh, and then there's that bit. Um, uh, it it all cuts out, and it's just bass and drums. Uh, and he sounds drunk. <laughs> he's, he's just. <laughs> And one of the things he mutters is, let's plug a bomb in everybody's ass. <laughs> I'm like, what? That is the thing that is said by... Uh... Um, and it's way too long. This this song feels like it's about eight minutes, and it's it must be about six. It's really it's long. It's 543. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know if there's a radio edit or not. I that I've heard. <laughs> Um, I think right now there might be, Accept might still be going, and the singer of Accept, Udo Dirkshire, I think is how you pronounce his name, also tours separately, and I'm sure they both play this okay. song. Okay, is it like Accept AD? <laughs> yeah, it's like Accept Inc. Um, so, <laughs> so that's the thing. So that's stacking up yeah. against your boys. Well, also there's a there's a theory that the CIA wrote this as well because um, <laughs> then it's about the wall is uh, the wall in East Berlin. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, do you have thoughts about <laughs> the, the matchup against uh, "I'm Alive"? Yeah. By Halloween. This is an old German an old German matchup. <laughs> it's true. Um, Not intentional. It just worked out that way. Yeah, Halloween. Um, I'm alive. Um, this is really growing on me because I, I was dismissed Halloween as just being like, because they, they they had a similar sort of image to Iron Maiden, and they're, they're not a million miles away. Like they're, they're similar, but they're more power metal uh, than than uh, new wave of British heavy metal. Um, 
and I think they were managed by the same guy. So there's some, there was some crossover. Um, but the, I, so I listened to like Keeper of the Seven Keys. This is bullshit. This is just nonsense. It's nowhere near as good as Maiden, but it isn't. But it's still quite good. <laughs> it's, it's still it's still extremely metal. It's still worth worth listening to. Um, and I actually I got this for for uh, Rocksmith as well. Uh, so I've been sitting around. Trying to, it's fucking hard. <laughs> like this is this is a hard one to play. They they are a proper guitar-y band like like Megadeth. Like they're really. Uh, I think they've got they've at least. It feels like they have at least two guitar players that both of which can just shred. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I'm the same way. Where I thought uh, Halloween were kind of a joke, and uh, yeah, I think between the power metal um, episode we did and this, I'm kind of into it. Like I gotta be honest, like, yeah. like the kind of bangers. I mean, this is our first like seeding upset, right? Like how uh, Halloween's got to win this compared to I think so, whatever yeah. and like weird shit. <laughs> Except there's this in like the seventeenth guitar solo in this three minute song as well. It doesn't go on and on. It, it, this this is actually they they get it done real fast. Sometimes Halloween will do a seventeen minute song about wizards. Um, they have this harmonized guitar solo, and you can hear the pick noise, like it really stands. You know, do you know what I mean? Like when you when you play and you get that really high pick. For, most bands like filter that out or record it again or do something so you don't hear that. And they'd left that in, and it sounds fucking great. <laughs> like. Um, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm into this one. I think that, um, I think I'm becoming a bit of a Halloween fan and I really like their aesthetic because it's all spooky cloaked wizards and pumpkins. <laughs> so. Yeah. The, 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 the artwork is amazing. Okay. Moving on with this. Let's go through this and that, one. There's a theory that the CAA wrote that one as well. He <laughs> <laughs> wrote all, all of them. Um, so all the German songs Our um, seven seed Dokken. Lightning yeah. strikes again, or lightning striking again, versus ten seed <laughs> Saxon. This is really a matchup about. It, it almost doesn't matter who wins. To be quite honest. Yeah, it's the who's who of the cast. <laughs> um, <laughs> that doesn't make sense, but <laughs> <laughs> that was well played. I liked it. it let, let, let's do Dokken first. What, what, what do you think of Dokken? Um, have you have you heard anything else by them? I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not an aficionado. I don't know that I have. Um, I've definitely said "rockin' like Dawkins" before in conversation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I think that what, one of the cl- <laughs> clutch used that as a lyric, "rockin' with Dawkins." <laughs> that may be my extent of knowing about Dawkins. I feel like I've seen Dawkins patches in on people's like jackets every once in a while, like under like yeah, yeah. denim like vests, like um. I'm surprised a lot of people had this song on their like top heavy metal. Yeah. Like old school metal. And it, it, it's a little surprising to me, but I defer to the, the internet. Um, yeah. The, vo- the vocals kind of suck. Don't they? Yeah. They're, the they're kind riffs of... are fine. The vocals are garbage. Like, and it's, I don't know. It's got some good guitar solos. It's, is it George Lynch? I think so. Like it's, he's some, it's some name guitar player in, in Dokken. And I believe uh, it is. I believe it is George Lynch. That, that's good. Uh, also, the, the, they should have called the record uh, "Under Dock and Key" instead of <laughs> "Under Lock." Yeah, they really. I, I don't know how they missed that. They that's, really missed a trick on that so one. Like, and I have to knock a couple of points off for that. <laughs> you can knock all the like. I mean, but then, but then, what's it, what's it going against? Saxon. Saxon. Yeah, and it's uh, Wheels of Steel. I've never heard anything by Saxon before. Um, there were uh, a gap in, in my knowledge and. You know, now they're not. 
Um, I gotta be honest, I listened to this a while ago, and I, I, I actively can't remember what it sounds like right now, which is not a strong, the, to me, a this, strong endorsement. They sounded like an American ACDC, but they're from Yorkshire. Like, but they don't sound... They, I know the Colts accents, you're like, well, they're probably English then. And you're like, they don't sound English <laughs> at all. Like, <laughs> um, um, also, this, this song is way too long. Like, they repeat the chorus a bunch of times and then stop at the five-minute mark and then start again. <laughs> it's like, stop it. Knock it off, lads. Um, okay. Uh, so I guess, Dawkins? <laughs> <laughs> they're going to lose in the next round anyway, so that's fine. <laughs> well, let's see. I... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay. Um, last one of the opening round, and then we'll it'll, we'll we'll speed gonna, through. Gonna start faster. speeding up because uh, we, we won't have as much to. <laughs> well, it's more of like okay, we've already talked about each individual song, so we can just do the matchups. Um, okay, eight seed, the Scorps, with the CIA pin song "Dynamite," <laughs> <laughs> versus number nine scene. Diamond Head, Am I Evil? Your thoughts? Yeah. Um, so, Diamond Head, um, I was really surprised at how close it's... I'm only familiar with the Metallica version, like most humans. Um, this came out in 1979, and it's heavy. Like, it's got... It's it's way heavier than I thought it would be. Um, the vocals sound quite a lot like like Hetfield's vocals are kind of similar. So I'm, obviously I'm just just comparing the two. Like it really sounds like Metallica's version. They didn't do a lot to it. Um, it's a good song. Um, again, it's a bit long, but that riff is that riff's great. That, that yeah, riff. it 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 really. When you listen to that, you get kill them all. Like you're like, oh man, yeah. they were really into this. Like this is this yeah. Headbanging fucking. <laughs> riffs <laughs> yeah but the tone like the the even like the way the drum fills are are kind of like lars clearly kind of like modeled some of that like it yeah it feels like i was surprised by how yeah little updating they did to it they sort of just yeah rolled with it um so yeah good good song good riff too long but you know <laughs> yeah and then uh scorps this is probably the fastest I've heard the Scorps play like as a song. Like normally they're, uh, yeah, they're, they're not really a band for me at all. So I, I couldn't. Um, I, I am also working my way through that that the the, the um, Winds uh, Change podcast. That podcast, the podcast, it, it's fantastic. It's really good. It's right? really good. Laura's <laughs> listening to it as well. She's like, I can't believe how good this podcast is. <laughs> it's it's bizarre because you're like, this is kind of bullshit, right? Like. Um, yeah, we all got our own theories, and we're like, "Well, obviously the CIA didn't write it. If they did, they wouldn't have said." Okay, Klaus, he's the main one. He's never written a song. He's the one that wrote this song. Like, you cover it up better. Yeah, you would like, definitely get a Michael like Schenker or whatever. Which UFO? I tried to find a UFO UFO song to put on this list, and I like, I didn't do it. I guess I could have taken the Saxon or Dawkins spot, but uh, he's also he gets interviewed. Um... <laughs> They, w- they say I would have prepped him better for being interviewed. And we mean, when he's interviewed, like, hey, the song of Wind of Chains, what's that about? Oh, you know, it's about the wind of chains blowing through through Europe at the time. Do you have any other questions? Maybe about the hurricanes? <laughs> Maybe a rocky leg hurricane now? <laughs> they would have, like, drilled him more, you know? They did not. No. Like, he sounds like he didn't write it. 
Well, no one's gonna ask him about this hit song. Like that's not what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> this, yeah. Let's break the ice. This isn't. This isn't a good song. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which song are we talking about? Oh, the the one. Um, I'm not sure. What is it called? Dynamite. The, the actual the song that we're, we're dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. dynamite. I, in my notes, it just says "Let's break the ice!" <laughs> Exclamation mark. Um, yeah. Uh, and the, the solo's really, like, slayery and atonal and ridiculous and unrepeatable. <laughs> it's, it's a stupid solo. I thought you liked that. I thought that would be a plus. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a note. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm hearing that Diamond Head. Yeah, I think, I think okay. so. What do you think? I, I would agree. So very few, um, we had very few actual upsets uh, on this one. I have a feeling like that may continue. <laughs> well, I mean, see, we don't want to come off as ridiculous contrarians and go, yeah. no, I think fucking Balls to the Wall is a great song. <laughs> okay. Let's do this. Let's tr- try to rapid fire this one. Um, All right. Paranoid or Am I Evil? What's going what's gonna to come to the next round? What is the better song? Paranoid, shorter. I think riff, riff, riff versus riff. They're about even. Paranoid, shorter, and it's has that solo. I can't. What, what again? I I can't. Um, that can't argue with that. Yeah. That's not something okay, I can argue. Do, with. You do the next one then. <laughs> okay. Crazy train. Ace of spades. This is tougher. It is tougher. Um, I, my gut actually says Ace of Spades, but that might be my personal aesthetic talking and not the actual objective facts. I feel like Ace of Spades like has more of an influence. Like that crossover punk metal thing happens because of like Ace of Spades and because of Motorhead. You could definitely make the argument that Ace of Spades is more important than um, Crazy Train in terms of more influential. Yeah. Like, Crazy Train's a great example, but it's not. It's like a refined example of really good metal. Yes. Uh, Ace of Spades is almost like something new, I think. Well, it's actually just really fast rock and roll, but it sounds so, but, so new. <laughs> yeah, but their approach, you know, the 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 yeah. the fuzzy bass and the, the yeah. guttural vocals. I got to say Ace of Spades. Would you co-sign that? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, it, it, t- tough choice, but but Ace of Spades. Okay, I dig it. Like where your head's at. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. This you've got another thing coming. Versus I'm alive. Like I'm I'm alive's good and everything. Um, it's got great drums. It's and it sounds more. It's it's really. It's a good sort of more modern. This from, this from like the late eighties, and you know, another thing. I think it's from like eighty one or something. It's earlier. Ah, uh, I, I gotta go. Judas Priest, though. Yeah, it, they're just like they are parking lot metal. The 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 movie Heavy Heavy Metal Parking Lot, which I've not seen, is outside a Judas Priest show. It's not outside a Halloween show. <laughs> so no, because the places uh, Halloween plays don't have parking lots. <laughs> they're not no. big enough to have a parking lot. <laughs> it's like... Shuts fired. <laughs> it's like all the people waiting on the side of the building that they're playing. Like there's not like a parking lot enough for people to pregame in. Um, 
Okay, next round. This is the, I mean, it's number of the beast. Like it's technically it's the the matchup is docking lightning strikes again or whatever versus number of yeah. the beast. But it's whatever they called it. But it doesn't matter because <laughs> no, number of the beast. It's obviously obviously number it's of the ob- beast. Yeah. It's, so this is where I thought we would end up. Um, where pretty much the top four seeds that I I picked out are the <laughs> they're, they're still in yeah they're they? still in crazy train was like the closest to being an upset and i just couldn't do it okay so we're, we're getting all we're getting almost down to it now it's uh paranoid versus ace of spades feels like it should um, be paranoid right <laughs> yeah because we talked about Motorhead got through based off of it being like influential, but paranoid. You know, <laughs> you want to talk about yeah. like influence? It's paranoid. Yeah. It's a song I, I, like I think, it that you know. I think you have to put paranoid over Ace of Spades. Although that is, you know, you, you're getting into like what's your favorite finger? <laughs> you're gonna have to lose one. <laughs> no, that actually where you're gonna have to lose one is this next. This next matchup, you've got another thing coming versus Number of the Beast. Again, it's got to be Number of the Beast. I mean, I love Judas Priest. I love Iron Maiden a lot more. And I think I think Number of the Beast is a better song. I think they're, they're, they're a better band. I think Maiden have more hits. Uh, and I think it, it, even if you just put these two together, I don't think there's a Judas Priest song that beats Number of the Beast. Yes. Um, de- I, I actually I agree with you, but I'm going to devil's advocate a little bit because we have to sure, fill yeah. some time. <laughs> um, I will say this. I think there's less bands that can do that heard Iron Maiden and like Iron Maiden and actually sound like Iron Maiden. It seems like there's like a yeah. formula that it can't really be replicated. It's weird because when you, when you play these songs, as I've been doing, it's they're not super complicated. Yeah. But there's something about them that Maiden do it. It might be the drums. Well, Nico's got this very interesting sort of technique and the gallopy bass obviously yeah. but other bands try and pull that off and it doesn't sound right right but Judas yeah. Priest feels like people saw Judas Priest and were like this is a thing this is like this is the kind of music we want to play and it feels like they may have spawned a lot like a, a, a bunch of bands you know like I, so it's it's a question of influence like people can be influenced by Iron Maiden, but is that unreplicatable thing? Mm. Is that like, is that something we should like prop up or like the fact that Judas Priest is like, not only is Judas Priest like an influential band, but bands were like, could, could really like, it was an achievable thing. Like they, you know, there's like a, oh, I see what you mean. a bunch yeah. of bands who sound like Judas, like Priest can like, they like, you know, figured it out. Is that. Yeah. And people, people still refer to the, um, if they're not talking about Thin Lizzy, they they will like be oh like twin guitar solo is, is a Judas Priest thing yes um like harmonized leads um yeah and I feel like the yeah. Rob Halford like I, I th- even though they both have iconic frontmen I feel like Rob Halford is like for a lot of people when you think about frontmen if it's not um David Lee Roth or something like that you think about Rob Halford right <laughs> yes Halford's definitely um. Because of all the leather and the fact that he still has that high voice now, I think. 
and Bruce's voice is starting to go a little bit. Like we we saw them live, and it's he's great. Everything was everything was great, and he's running around, and he's still got cancer and all that, and he's a fucking brilliant frontman. But some of those high notes, and he's he, they're they're kind of eluding him <laughs> now a little bit. Yeah. Um, but um, it does come down to these two songs, and Number of the Beast is it, it's so fucking good. Like it's 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 Maiden's like kind of who are a great band like at their best like doing doing what they do so well um i can't i can't go against it i can't i can't pick uh you got another thing coming out i i agree i just needed i needed to like i need oh, to yeah. stress uh, and you know pre- and priests are fantastic and i don't I, like i said i don't think there's a priest song that beats number of the beast i think there are lots of really good jewish priest songs that would beat other iron maiden songs yes um okay so this is it for all the marbles in this category. <laughs> the the confrontation I knew was going to happen from Jump Street. Black Sabbath's Paranoid versus Iron Man's Number of the Beast. Only what we can only pick one. Okay. I'm I'm picking Number of the Beast. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um I mean it's not a bad choice. I just feel like sabbath though like yeah you know in some ways it's like it's about paranoid but it's also about like the legacy of that band right and and number of the beast is a bit of that too although um and i just feel like paranoid is like the thing that pretty much probably every band that's on this list listen to that you know like that helped yeah. them become the thing. <laughs> you, um, Sabbath were definitely an influence on Maiden. That's that's a hundred percent true. And so, um, and and so, yeah. The question again. Well, I mean, if it depends how heavily we weight that, because if if you weight um, influence, Sabbath are definitely going to win because they were there first. <laughs> like. Uh, Actually, Deep Purple may even be before them. They are, but they but... don't. That's the thing that when when people say Deep Purple, it's it, to me the old... <laughs> just loud. They're just a loud band. <laughs> They're loud. Like the keyboards are heavier than the guitars. The, the thing that I think. Yes, it's true. Those keyboards actually sound fucking great on on that that song. They they really fill out the uh the the tune because like it's like a B three organ through like a Marshall stacks like turn <laughs> yeah. to eleven. The guitar. In the fact that he was one of the first dudes to be like, I know classical music on guitar, and so my shredding's gonna like have some like classical that mm. classical influence, which I couldn't get any Ingve Malmsteen on this list because <laughs> because Good. Rising Force is it's tough to pick out a song. Ingve is more of an idea, like a, he's like a abstract concept yes. more than something that you should probably. <laughs> I, I prefer to keep him abstract. <laughs> He's, yeah, he's mostly it's, it's it's aviators and an idea and some scallop frets. Um <laughs> and so like uh it's delicious for friends. But that's but that's clearly also like we talked about Randy Rhodes earlier, you know, his his brand of like kind of Teutonic shredding was also mm, like yeah. definitely Richie Blackmore influence. So you have that deep purple thing. But they don't sound like Sabbath got to it got to what we think of as the sound pretty early you know they did they stopped being like a shitty blues band they were like okay (laughs) buzz 
<laughs> Downtown fuzz riffs. Like, yeah, d- definitely. And you hear that in um, unreconstructed modern metal bands like Electric Wizard. You know the 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 kind of Sabbath worship bands. <laughs> There's a whole the whole um, genre of music that's basically bands that only like Black yeah, Sabbath. Like, I'm like, all right. There's a bunch of that's fun. yeah. There's a corner of Doom and or slash Stoner rock that is pretty yeah. much just like your Saint Vituses and whatnot that are just like you know who's great Sabbath. <laughs> like, <laughs> Any, anyone else? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like Lord Baltimore and like, Sabbath. That's the only the Blue Cheer. That's the only thing we listen to. Um, uh, okay, um, so that that's my case for Paranoid. I can't fault Number of the Beast. And that is actually an I, interesting choice, I think, for down the road if we end up picking Number of the Beast because it takes that that originator legacy thing off the table completely. Like It does in a way because, um, like, as you said, Maiden are influential, but it's... There are basically bands that are like Electric Wizard and Black Sabbath. That's almost no difference between them. Um, but the, any band that's sort of like I don't know, say Killswitch has some cool riffs in it. It's like oh yeah, because I, I listened to Dave Murray when I was growing up, and I, I like the fiddly guitar solo. But you got hit. They don't sound like um, no band really sounds like Maiden, even if they're pulling in like the sort of melodic twin guitar lines. No one really really does that. Whereas other bands, yes, sound exactly like Black Sabbath. There, were, um, there was a band called Chevy that. Even the vocals sounded like Black Sabbath. They were, they were like, it sounded like a missing album from from the seventies. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, uh, we could do it. Why don't we do it? Let's do it. Number of the Beast. I think so. I mean, it's it, also the the satanic topic and the uh, um, the imagery of it, and Maiden's just like Black Sabbath have their their aesthetic, which is this sort of. Um, it, it changes quite a lot, but it's basically very fairly minimalist, um, uh, black metal elf, uh, influencing kind of you know the, the cover of like Volume Four, yes, uh, or the cover of Mass of Reality. It's just this blunt, um, um, uh, minimalist, uh, raw yeah. aesthetic. Yeah, and Maiden is a bit more interesting because they've got a monster. <laughs> well, they also created <laughs> they that. A... I mean, you have um, Megadeth. Be, yeah. Like the first thing he was like, we got to have a mascot. We have to like invent. <laughs> we needed yeah. Eddie, pretty much. Like, right? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Bands have seemed to have stopped doing that, and I think that's a shame. <laughs> you you must not know uh, the a little band called Uncle Slam. That's <laughs> yeah, a buff <laughs> Uncle Sam. <laughs> like, Ed Ricca, a Ripka or whatever. I, I know they do that, and Stormtroopers of Death do that. <laughs> but, it's. <laughs> Coldplay just had this <laughs> this miserable kid that went to private school <laughs> like just falls asleep on a pile of money <laughs> just Ian Rich Ian Rich Pants <laughs> where's Ian gonna show up on this single <laughs> now he's a fighter pilot um <laughs> he's, a, he's a banker <laughs> yeah he's, now he manages a hedge he wor- fund he, wor- like, he works in his dad's newspaper <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Um, I might be being unfair to cult like <laughs> You're not. Um, okay, so that's it. Number two seed, so upset. The only upset that yeah. matters. Number one seed, Black Sabbath. Yeah. Falling. Sorry, it, it's it's gonna make it's gonna be very hard to make me take against Iron Maiden. <laughs> like it's... Here's the thing. I think 
this is what's going to be interesting because like looking forward looking ahead to next week this will be a good move into our our final segment if we do the uh the fresh metal bracket metal fresh mad next week that's going to be an indication of that because that's the thing we're going to have to think about in the back of our minds we got to go through this challenge with fresh bands and at the end of this we're going to come up with one song that is eventually going to need to probably face off (laughs) against the of the beast right um yeah Gonna be and fun. so, so that's that's a component of this. Is like we're eventually gonna have to make some very hard choices, and there's gonna be some like longer conversation about it. Um, <laughs> this is so much fun. I didn't realize it was gonna be this much fun. It's, it's fun because you know, especially like having to pick sixteen songs. Like, there's some wild cards in there. I think moving forward, there's definitely gonna be some like the fresh the fresh bracket. I don't know if you've looked ahead at that one i have i've read through the thrash, thrash bracket and that's uh it's good but it's also thrash is being very well documented and pretty well defined in in metal for the last 40 years or so so there is a, a rich history of, of of stuff you can go through uh i imagine if you typed in the top 100 thrash albums you into google you get multiple hits so you'd be able to go through those yeah. look at loads of different top 10s top 20s pull out you know obvious stuff like you're gonna have battery on there you're gonna have angel of death on there but without even looking at your list, I knew you'd have those on there. But then to get into more the more interesting, it's like, well, what Megadeth song would you put on there? What Anthrax song would you put on there? What and so on, so on, so on, and yeah. so on. Then it becomes, um, it, it's it's a lot better documented than the parking lot metal is. Um, and then when you get into like Doom and Grind and Death and stuff like that, that's more like you're gonna have to kind of be kind of on your own and kind of go for like. Well, I know Pig Destroy is good, and I know Carcass is good, so they're they're on. The, I know White Zombie is going to be good on on the on the the groove list or or a fucking Mastodon or. Yeah. But but it, it becomes more, um, uh, self-directed. Whereas the Thrash one seems to be a little bit more. Oh yeah, pick from this list. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's definitely in what well, that one you're starting to see a uh, little little preview, little sprinkle on a little bit of a preview of it. I you're yeah, starting to see yeah. some newer. There's some newer bands on there. Not a lot, because you got to cover right, the right. classics. But and, and well, because thrash, thrash, unlike new ever British heavy metal, hasn't gone away. It, it's well, it ebbs and flows. But there are bands now. Um, let's say I don't think they're on the list. So let's say Toxic Holocaust, who are a newer band. They weren't from thrash from the olden days, but they are doing that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. And so, so that is definitely a thing. And I think, you know. I think when we get into the sludge, stoner, and doom, that actually is like rife with like new bands. I think the the death metal and grind yeah. are going to have some newer ish bands too because um, death metal and grind's good because I think it it can cover both like anything from the mid eighties to now. Yeah, um, because there's some great death metal bands from the olden days that you wouldn't want to look. Yeah, over. you can't. Uh, you wouldn't want to miss out. There's the the ones, and I think everyone has those ideas. When we said thrash, when I say that we're going to do a thrash one, I think everyone knows that. The big four yeah. are gonna be on it, like because it would be yeah. the ultimate contrary take if you're just like no, <laughs> no anthrax aren't good enough. <laughs> it's like yeah they are. They're in the top sixteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if anything, like when you think of fresh, you think you really most people who have a nodding familiarity with it think of like there's six bands. It's kind of like this one which i think if you looked over the bracket not in bracket order but just in list of the the seeds you know we started with black sabbath and i think 
you know, through, you know, at least the top five are like the no-brainer ones, you know? It's kind of like, yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) You know? And then you have to start pulling some more... uh interesting out like halloween it's like great that, that that was it was good to dig into that a little bit and um uh, merciful fate and stuff like that like these these are some other really good bands um but honestly they could have been replaced by quite a few other bands that, that are also parking lot metal but these, they're also they were good choices yeah yeah they're... whereas the top six it's like no you couldn't take these off the list yeah and i think that's you know that's always a starting place so um i hope i hope you guys all enjoyed this um because we're gonna keep doing it <laughs> for a while <laughs> like <laughs> so if this is tiresome for you then to strap in <laughs> you know other other podcasts are available there's one about the cia yeah, yeah get that wins of change podcast all right um <laughs> peace peace